So yesterday I took part in the most dangerous, um, yeah, dangerous is the way to put it, interview I've ever done. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. And it was dangerous because it was about transgender athletes and the person I was debating was transgender. And when I say it's dangerous, what happens in situations like this is that people who don't want to engage a subject but rather want to attack do so in these moments under the theory that those that disagree with them will wilt for fear of being called a name. You should know by now I have none of those fears. This story goes to, of course, the transgender swimmers we've been seeing, for example, University of Pennsylvania, uh, Leah Thomas. Now, if you change your name, if your name was Steve and you decide to call yourself Leah, I don't argue that. Because you tell me what your name is, I'll believe you. If that's not your name and you're lying to me, that's weird stuff, man. But there is no one who has ever said their name to me, and I'm like, no, it's not. I didn't meet Allison, and Allison said, hi, uh, my name is Allison. I didn't go, bullcrap, you look like a Betty. You're Betty, aren't you? I didn't do that. I said, okay, your name's Allison. Cassius calls himself Muhammad. Sting calls himself Sting. I don't get involved. You tell me what your name is. That's your name. That's your name, and that's completely fine by me. Where it gets, of course, strange and peculiar is when you make the claim that I have to call you he or she, which I cannot do because that would involve lying to myself, and I won't take part in that. Nor will I take part in the idea that we should say that, of course, men who make the claim that they are women should be able to to participate in um in certain sporting events it isn't fair it isn't right it isn't good it is problematic and it is indecent so i had this conversation yesterday with Hannah. You call yourself Hannah, I'm gonna call you Hannah. Hannah is a man who says they're a woman. Do I understand it? I don't understand any part of it, but that's that's not the, 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 the argument to make. That I, I, I can clearly say I don't understand, I can clearly say I don't get it. But you're allowed to live your life. Do I believe that gender dysphoria is real? Absolutely I do. And do I believe that you should get help for that? Absolutely, I do. This is an adult making a decision. As an adult, I don't get to decide. People make lots of decisions I don't quite understand. My argument here has always been that children don't get to make this decision. I've had people try and argue that with me. How are you going to stop a child? Well, I'm going to talk to my child. Honestly and clearly and directly, I don't have to accept what they say. And I oppose anything that has schools codifying these kinds of things or encouraging these kinds of things. The word they use is affirming. Stop it. 
if my child is a boy and says they're a girl, I don't believe the school has any place in that conversation. As a matter of fact, I oppose them having a place in it, and I certainly oppose what we've seen in schools, which is the idea of trying to encourage this. But the conversation got interesting in that Hannah did not provide context to the argument that somehow these uh, sporting events are fair, but rather, if you don't allow transgender athletes, what you're doing is shunning them and pushing them out of society. A nonsense conversation as I saw it. And the conversation ended with this right here. ...up for on not being the most diverse and inclusive in their academics or even their athletics. How many programs were women or people of color? Not even... This was a conversation about Yale. That Yale University is standing up and the Ivy Leagues are standing up for transgender athletes. Who cares if the Ivy Leagues are standing up for transgender athletes? But listen to the argument that Hannah makes about how good this is. Welcome to case one who, again, has not completed his transition, and that's the reason he's still in women's sports. But that being said... Yes, I'm so excited for the Ivy League to be saying this because this is the Ivy League. They have a 300-year track record to make up for on not being the most diverse and inclusive in their academics or even their athletics. How many programs were women or people of color not even welcomed into in these institutions for centuries? If they're saying this is a civil rights issue and a diversity issue and about affirming people, I take that to heart. And what it really shows is that when transgender people, when we are affirmed by our families and treated with respect by our communities, we can accomplish anything in sports, in the arts, on Jeopardy. And that's what you're seeing Tony, is the best of trans people coming out because we can be our truest said, selves. What you just said, Hannah, was that the Ivy League should do this because they did something wrong in the past, not because it's right for now. What they're doing is, of course, wrong to these women who are trying to participate in sports and engage in competition. That's not the part you're concerned about, and that's the part that I find most disconcerting. That's the story. Here you have someone saying it's good that the Ivy Leagues affirms that men can decide they're women and participate in sports and too bad female athletes because of something that happened 300 years ago? That's not an argument. That's insane. That's not an argument. I would challenge anyone anywhere to say, well, uh, you you had slaves, uh, your great-great-great-great-grandfather had slaves, I don't know how many greats that was, and therefore you're this. That's exactly why people are opposed to what's going on in schools regarding critical race theory. You're guilty because of your existence? You're guilty because someone who looks like you did something? No, you are not. Men are not women, and women are not men, and men do not belong in women's sports, and that's the way that one goes. It was a non-argument from this so-called activist. These conversations can be dangerous for lots of people. Luckily, if you're rational, you know how to, how to have them.